Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And it's Friday, the 20th of October, although the clock behind me says it's Thursday. So we're recording this the day, the afternoon before it's 2.46 p.m. on Thursday, the 19th. And you'll see this in the morning, Pacific time, 11 o'clock Pacific time on Friday. So we're going to bring on Derek Johnson in just a few moments. So he's always a fan favorite, one of my favorites, of course, too, because he's he's got information that most of us wish we could keep in our heads. He's got so much uh, that, he, you know, all of the um, executive orders and different things that that are in process of where the planes are flying in and out of and all of that. It's just fascinating um, things about laws and orders and the law of war manual and all that kind of stuff. Well, we're going to bring Derek on in just a moment. A uh, quick reminder that Johnny Enno will be with us on Monday. You're seeing this on Friday. Uh, and I think other than that, let me just give you a quick reminder about the beautiful wells that you're helping us dig. So here we go with that. We want to share with you what your donations are doing. This is Florence's story. Initially, the leader of the village wanted a water source because he saw the need in the community. And when he reached out to us, she was one of the places that we visited her area. And when we checked the place, there was no water that you could be able to drill a water source, a water well. And so she believed that the water well will be in this area. But with the surveyors, after checking everything, like there was no way. And she said, no, that water well is going to be in this place. So she took a step of faith and she was listening to a pastor and as the pastor was sharing he mentioned something and said if there is something that the enemy has taken away from you it is a point to claim it back and so she decided to hold the dirt from the ground and claimed the water well in that exact spot after the surveyors had moved around the whole village and the show mercy team they definitely came back to the exact same spot and that is what the lord does she took a step of faith and now the community is being blessed by the water well that is in this area lives are being changed a number of people have given their lives to christ exactly at this spot she is a living like testimony the water source is just exactly in the town center and everyone can come and drink from this very source clean safe and also receive jesus isn't that amazing yeah <laughs> so thank you so much together we can continue to bring clean water to those in need donate today at elijahstreams.com donate amazing <laughs> excuse me um i love that commercial that i don't like to call it a commercial spot maybe it's better but it's just a story a testimony that's of boots on the ground of what's happening when you you uh, partner with uh, elijah streams to get these wells dug they call them boreholes over there but they're both mean life giving water comes to the people so appreciate your help so 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 much more than uh, us appreciating it the lord himself is so grateful that uh you know, he could send angels, I suppose, and invent it out of nothing, but he uses people. That's the way it works. And so we are the body of Christ. That's quite literally, we are his body. We're the ones that walk and talk and lay hands on all of that, and dig the wells, all of that. Thank you so much for your support on that. And now it's time to bring in Derek Johnson with an episode of Prophets and Patriots. And here's Derek. Mr. Derek Johnson, how are you? You're in your favorite spot. <laughs> this is we've seen this this backdrop before. Is this is this your hunting spot or what? Uh, it's just the place where all the hunters have to come get phone service, actually. So uh, <laughs> the highest hill in the county. So okay. And this is remind me which uh, are we? Is this Alabama? Where is this? Yes, this is South Alabama, actually. So I'm uh probably about uh 20 minutes through the woods from uh the birthplace of hank williams senior so oh well there you go man and and lot, some people don't know that you're quite the singer songwriter uh we don't we we've never featured one of your songs i don't think but uh one of these days we would just have to pull the one out and, <laughs> and surprise the people with it so anyways uh well derek so good to have you here there is so much that you could uh, offer us. I think maybe what we'll start with is asking you about uh, every time you've come on, we've talked about what's going on right here in the good old USA. And of course, we'll still want to know that, but 
right now all eyes are on Israel and what's going on over there, but you've got some stuff to share with us about what's really going on over there. So let me just turn that over to you. Well, I mean, you know, this is it's one of those things I always tell people that origin matters um, and you always have to follow the origin. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people can relate to this when you talk about sports teams or something of that nature that you're a fan of. You you know, a lot of fans are diehard fans and uh, they have their team that they love. And, uh, you know, you should want to know the history of your team. So it's the same thing with your country, especially when your life and others' lives depend on it. Um, and so what's happening in Israel, um, if you're just now watching or if you're someone who hasn't been paying attention to legislation, then you're going to be the kind that's kind of frantic and probably feeling fearful and all these other kind of terms that the Bible doesn't even talk about in the first place. Uh, the only time the Bible mentions the fear is the fear of God himself. Um, you know, the Bible verse, yea, though I vault through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Well, if death is final, that means everything between life and death, I shouldn't fear. Um, so, you know, and, and now we're human. Things do happen. We do get scared in our lives. I, I know that because we're human. Uh, but at the same time, you know, what I show people is the legislation that's currently in place, current bipartisan legislation. Now, some of it by the term current doesn't mean that it just happened, but current means today, but was passed not too terribly long ago. And then some of the laws and orders are paired with some that have been in the books for years. But, um, well, we'll start out with this, you know, just okay. a, a few, few days ago. Uh, Biden claimed that uh, he was sending the USS Gerald Ford uh, to the Mediterranean. Right. All right. If everybody heard that in a layman's terms, they would think that it probably sailed from North Carolina or, or somewhere on the coastline all the way over the Mediterranean. No, the, the USS Gerald Ford was already in the Mediterranean. Uh, it was in the Ionian Sea. Uh, and just a month before that, it was near Turkey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Turkey to Israel is not far at all. So it's already there for one. Hmm. Then two, who commissioned the USS Gerald Ford? I believe that was Donald John Trump. And he said this, this commissioning shows and signifies that America is strong and will be coming stronger. Um, that, that was his words way back in 2017, all right, when he commissioned the USS Gerald Ford. So there's you some optics. So when you know legislation, the legislation shows that Donald Trump declared war by the by the definition of a wartime presidential war, not a banker war, not a corporation war, but by the War Powers Resolution Act of 1973, he used national emergencies. Now, every president before him have abused the War Powers Resolution Act, including Republican and Democrat, not just yeah. what people traditionally think is Democrat doing so. No, this is not a Republican versus Democrat. This is a good versus evil clean out of the deep state, the swamp, and everybody's watching the swamp being drained. So, you know, all eyes have been focused on Israel and they forgot about Ukraine. They don't forget. So see, you only know about wars until you're told to care about them. And that's a problem in the world too. However, you know, they're not really wars by tradition. This is a clean out of the deep state. So when you hear Biden saying all these things, um, and you don't know that the War Powers Resolution Act actually shows where Donald John Trump became a wartime president by definition and the actions immediately after that declaration on December the 20th, 2019. If you didn't know that, then all these optics, all these comms and all these things, you just hear Biden talking and you wouldn't hear all the little bits and pieces in there that is so beautiful for guys like me. So his speech this past week, I think it was the 10th, somewhere in there, but October the 10th. He specifically said, we, we have a what? A rule of law. And he said, and we go by the law of war, the law of war. He repeated it. Double. I saw that quote and I thought, well, this sounds like what Derek's talking about, but why is, why is it coming out of his mouth? It's an optic and calm for everybody to know. See, he's just a World War II history repeat. The, the thing that most people are, are struggling with still, and I, and I sympathize with people, um, is this it's unique first off no one's ever seen this kind of legislation this kind of war so it's unique you still have to know the language you still have to know the terminology but a military occupancy and a continuity government those are two separate terms the continuity government is the federal corporation side the federal government 
So they're cleaning out the federal corporation. We were never supposed to be a corporation. We're supposed to be a constitutional republic. We were supposed to be governed by us, the people. All right, so the continuity government applies to the federal government. The military occupation applies to the law of war and the military. All right, so that's always your umbrella. And so I see people still will pick up a nugget here and you know, it's October the 19th, uh, well today is, but I know people are watching it um, for another day, yeah. but still people will look at today's date and they'll panic or they'll see a little nugget of something and then they'll ask a question and I'm, I love questions, that's fine. But the point is, is that every question still stems and falls under the military occupancy and the continuity of government. So anytime you have a doubt or a fear or a question or what or a struggle or frustration you still got to always go back to the origin which was the military occupancy can i can i ask you a question on that military occupancy because we've used that a lot and even when i've heard it many times i'm let me just ask it for the people and i'm probably one of the people the military occupancy which military is occupying what in that term when you say we're under military which military is occupying what well, then, then that's when you got to know who the key players are okay. and who came on board with Donald John Trump when he did the capitulation tour, when he went around the world. But he also yeah. had leaders. He also had leaders come to the U.S. So it, he did have a world tour, but also part of that tour, those leaders came to the U.S. Those were, um, you know, acts of submission because any other time, if there wasn't an occupation, and I'll explain that, but if there any other, if this was any other time in history, and there was not an occupation going on and a continuity government. And Donald Trump, who was an outsider, not a politician, went around the world to all these leaders and did what he did. If this was any other time in history and he did not have a massive military backing him, he would have been assassinated because yeah. he was going up against he was going up against a corporation which has a mafia behind it, a deep state, a swamp behind it. A military occupancy, basically, ladies and gentlemen, um, would be the, well, and the, and the powers that be that came along with it were all these tours that Donald Trump went on, leaders, prime ministers, et cetera, uh, that came to the White House. All these deals that Donald John Trump made, they were unprecedented. It's never seen before. Um, he walked into the, he walked into the uh, North Korea. He was the first foreign leader in the uh, forbidden city of China. I mean, they did all these things that were so unprecedented, right? And so all those deals set up all of what's taking place right now, because when you, when you add it up and you look at all the countries in and out of Israel right now, which we'll get to, all these countries in Israel, the deals were done back here and the law was put in back here. And what a military occupancy does more specifically, and I think this is a great show to, to do it on to reiterate this, yeah. The military occupancy is not going to swarm in for the people, right? They're, they're not going to swarm in for the people. What the military occupancy does is make sure the people are protected. Nothing happens to the people around the world. The military is there ready to strike, all right? But the military occupancy makes sure that the continuity government, which is now called a continuity of operations plans, called a COOP, that's in the federal continuity directives. The military makes sure that the federal corporation is being drained, the swamp's being drained, that the continuity of government is being administered by what is called a presidential policy directive that's found in the federal continuity directives. So the military is making sure that the government is cleaning out what they're cleaning out. They're holding them to that. All right, okay. now where the people come into place is the people have to uh, not understand in a bad way, but a lot of people use that word, meaning it means stand under. I don't use it in that context. People need to comprehend and digest what legislation means, what we do and what we don't want moving into the future, because there's a lot of legislation that doesn't support the Constitution. It doesn't mm. support us as a whole. And that's where everybody has to put your differences aside. You put, you know, your beliefs aside and then you also say, hey, children will not be touched during this. Leave the children out of this. Leave children alone. And don't cram your ideas and beliefs down children as we, the adults, show what we want in a form of government that benefits everybody as a whole that supports the Constitution. That's how our founders set it up. So the military occupancy is making sure that the senators, 
and the congressman, let's just say congressman, if you will. Yeah. They're, they're doing what they're supposed to do with their national essential functions and primary essential functions, which are also outlined in the federal continuity directive. So a lot of people need to go back and really hit the books on the federal continuity directive one and federal continuity directive two. Those are two uh, outlines. Um, those really show more the occupancy versus the occupancy showing the continuity of government because yeah, the, military is, the military is never going to be told. President Trump said that on the campaign trail in 2016. You, the people, will never know what's going on with the military because if you find out, guess who else finds out? So it's really more the cod that proves the occupancy than the flip side. And uh, of all the Congress, so we, we have white hats and what we call black hats, whatever. Um, or the deep state, but of the Republicans and Democrat and independent congressmen, senators, are they, everyone aware of this military occupancy in place right now? Do they all know that and they're just not talking about it? Yes, well, that's part of your devolution. See, what a, what a continuity government is, the two chapters, two main chapters in the Federal Continuity Directive 1 is devolution and reconstitution. Um, and then what the three branches of government, what a continuity of government is, has a presidential policy directive called a PPD-40, presidential policy directive-40, that tells all three branches of government what their primary, well, the, the continuity of government, which is now called a COOP, a continuity of operational plan. Um, in that federal continuity directive one, it outlines the devolution and reconstitution. And it specifically shows and reads that the continuity government, so the, the COG, is to help. So the three branches of government, so judicial, legislative, and executive branch, are to perform their national essential functions. Well, when they're under a COG, it's just assumed in a different manner for the people out there. But for the military, there's two, two powers in the U.S., federal government. And the military, well, when the federal government is under a continuity of government, that means they're not, they're powerless. They're to perform their national essential functions, what has to be done, defense budget, hurricanes, tornadoes, things of that nature, catastrophic events. All right. They're to perform those and those only, and the military is in control. Um, and and when, they, when people hear control, I mean, let's just, let's just use another term for, for it then. The military is making sure the continuity government is, is doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then the military over here is making sure the people are protected and nothing's going to happen to the people while the world does what they're doing. And it's a lot of multitasking. You yeah. got to take that and then take with what President Trump said, America first. He didn't mean America and only America. He didn't mean, oh, we're selfish Americans and only us. That is a term and a policy to show that every should support people, support their cultures, and should support their people and eradicate evil right now because we're under a different kind of operation. It's a world operation, and all of those peace deals and all of those meetings and all those bilateral meetings that President Trump had, do you see Biden having any kind of bilateral meetings? No, you don't. No one even hears anything about Most people don't even know what a bilateral meeting is. Um, so you got to look at the terminology and so many people are lost right now because they still don't know the terminology of which their government operates. So my whole thing is if you're going to whine about it, complain about it, gripe about it, yell about it, fuss about it, argue, you need to know the terminology. And then you won't be yelling, griping and fussing and cussing the wrong people. You might be to the people who had uh, put us in this predicament all these years, but you wouldn't be fighting amongst each other because I didn't write the law. I didn't pass them. I know how to read it, though, and I know how to interpret it, and I know how we can come together and fix it, and I know how I can leave you alone with your personal life and how you believe in spirituality or whatever, and also I can show you how to leave me alone. That's what our founders established, um, and what we've been living under is not what America is supposed to look like, not what the Constitution is supposed to look like, not how the military operates, not how the federal government is supposed to operate, it's state government and local government. So. I think this is a great show to, to re, kind of reiterate where we yeah, are because it's always what, good. And, what's taking place right now in Israel is oh, yeah. really beautiful because we're watching the deep state be decimated right from everybody. The swamp's being drained. It's been drained all over the nation for the past seven years. Um, and that's what people have been watching. They just didn't. It's that saying. Well, I and mean, I'm in a we perfect think place to say it. 
Derek Reed, Ford for the three. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Right. Well, right. I mean, I mean, if you ask me and my friends or whatever, we think Israel's about to clean the clock for Hamas. And they're finally saying, Netanyahu says, um, uh, Hamas, you're a dead man. And, and he seems like he means it. But you're, is Hamas part of the deep state? Is that what you mean? Or do you mean something else? Well, what they've what they've set the scene for that once again, there's two two scenarios being played out for people. Yeah, you got the people like me who read legislation, who know military military language, optics, comms, codes, not necessarily secret language. It's not nothing secret. If you can you can know it, you don't have to be a veteran to know it. Uh, but there's yeah. a lot of stuff you got to do a lot of reading. You got to have the comprehension, the ability, the skills to to house that here, and then decipher yeah, that. That's for sure. Put it together. That's for sure. Um, right. Yep. But the then there's the other there's the, there's the other side, and I'm not knocking people, but then there's the side that are your everyday, pick up the news today, put it down tomorrow, pick it up the next day, put it down. You got those who are following a whole different narrative, and they're having to see things that make them either, you know, get scared, push the back against the wall, and then make you fight if you're not a fighter. Um, and I don't mean violence, but I'm talking about when are you going to care about what's taking place with your paycheck, with your family, with your children, with your bit, whatever that may be, what's going to make you want to know what's going on and to yeah. know what's going on. You got to know people who know what's going on. So Hamas, when you, when you hear the narrative, I always do quotes for people because yeah. I'm on the side that knows the legislation and, and knows the optics and what's been set up. But for the people who don't know, it showed Biden give $6 billion to Iran, right? And Iran yeah. tied to Hamas. But then you see Biden on TV talking about, we stand with Israel. We're going to wipe out. So you're going to wipe out the people that you funded? Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever, right? If, if, if you're someone who comprehends what's going on, but even if you don't have, know what's going on, if I said, I'm going to give you, Steve, uh, $5,000, but then I think you're a bad guy, and then I get on TV and say, I'm going to wipe out this person, da 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 and that they know you, they know your name. They're like, he funded, why did he, why did he give him $5,000 if he's going to go wipe him off the face of the earth? I, yeah. That would make no sense to people, right? Right. That don't make any right. sense. So there's a lot of optics with this because the, the military occupancy and the continuity of government are up here. And then all these peace deals, all these things been made. President Trump said, we're taking the power out of D.C. We're giving it back to the people, right? Well, all these things have been taking place. D.C., Vatican, London, they've all been wiped out. And then Israel, which is God's chosen land, it should be last um, in a different manner. Um, and so, you know, it's not what people think. It's not the fear that people are here, and it's not that at all. President Trump told you a few months ago and November the 15th, 2022, when everybody thought he was announced before, he said, we're going to tear down some bad and ugly buildings. And so if you look on the news, they keep showing all these spots in Israel that looks like buildings have been blown up. Well, you and, know, and I saw that, Derek, really. So, I mean, someone was pointing that out. Maybe it was you on Rattletrap on Telegram, which is your Telegram. But all of a sudden, there's a building missing. I think it was you that you were saying yeah. he did say he was going to get rid of some ugly buildings. And you're saying that's the calm. He said that, meaning that building's not doesn't exist anymore. They just wiped well, it off they, the face. He, they, they preface it in a different manner. He he didn't say, he he didn't never say that he wouldn't tell you in a very, very vague and, and broad form. He just said, we'll never tell you specifically. Hey, Saddam, we're coming to, we're going to bomb me, to, you know, in three days. Well, you know, or whoever, you know, like he, he didn't say it like that. He just said, we'll never tell you the mission that's going on. But, you know, why else? I always flip it on people. And I play reverse psychology in a good kind of way. I'm not trying to trick people or be deceitful yeah. or anything like that or deceptive. But what you do is you flip it to people and you go, why else would we be talking about this? What, what other kind of buildings would he be talking about? So if you always flip the equation and go, why all of a sudden out in the middle of nowhere, which it doesn't look like a visual war to people, then why would someone be saying, hey, we're going to tear down some bad and ugly buildings? What does that mean? No one's, he never specified it. No one asked him to specify 
uh, because they're under a code. Yeah, I just figured he was going to modernize the infrastructure of the country. I mean, that's what I initially thought. But he was well, giving you a calm. Yeah, but he I may mean, be that could. too. There could be some over here that needs to be built. You know, we, we don't know that yet. But I mean, the so you have your federal continuity directive one and two, but then there's yeah. been six publications under that. All right, one of the publications was January the 15th, 2021. Here's another question where you flip it on people and go, yeah. why all of a sudden, why all of a sudden do we have a publication now, bipartisan publication, that says reconstitution of the executive branch? And think how many people were distracted during January 2021. They distracted them with devolution on purpose. But the actual legislation over here has a publication called reconstitution of the executive branch, the president, the vice president and the cabinet, right? And in bullet point 2.3 of that whole publication, why would, why all of a sudden in history would they be talking about this? Now listen to this, it says specifically, when the new seat of government cannot be established in Washington, D.C., Congress with its enumerated powers will get with the states to reissue a new seat of government and procurement and construction can, can begin. So. Wow. You mentioned that before. Let me just hold that for just a minute. Just hold that for a second. Where is that only written in the law of war manual or or the continuity of government? Or was that in some founding document? What, where was that initially? No, that's the, uh, that's actually in the, the publication under one of the continuity directives. Okay. So that was pre-written recently before Trump came down the escalator, I guess you would say. No, no, no. So you have, so. You have two, uh, what I call canopy or umbrella issues. Your federal continuity okay. directive one, yep, anywhere seventeen twenty seventeen. It's called the outline. Okay. Federal continuity directive two was issued June thirteenth, twenty seventeen. It's called the implementation phase. The operational okay. dates of those were twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two, and then the implementation was twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty four. There's been six publications under those since those came out and the most recent was july 2023 but the one i'm talking about was january the 15th 2021 so five days before people thought they saw donald trump walk off and 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 biden be inaugurated so five days before this publication comes out and it talks about reconstitution of the executive branch and that's where people you know I, i have to just quote facts that's what i do but you go to google uh, 68, somewhere between 68 to 75 percent of our 332 million population cannot even name the three, three branches of government. Yeah, so wow. when you so when you and that's not knocking your question. But when you ask, do Congress know what's going on? Yes, they know, because that's the legislative branch. So they absolutely know what's going on. This is an yeah. operation. Well, and Trump, Trump used his own calm on the day on the 20th as he's getting ready to board Air Force One for a free ride or whatever. He said, we're going to be back again in some form. That's really what he was saying. He was saying this thing that was written a few days ago and launched or published. Well, he just said what- in South Carolina just a few weeks ago, he said in less than five months, we're going to take our nation back from Joe Biden. Right. Okay. So- what does that bring us to? February or something, wasn't it? Well, yeah. And the original inauguration date in U.S. history, which changed under Franklin D. Roosevelt, was March the 4th. Twenty. Uh, so. March the 4th. Um, so who knows? I mean, I, you know, I'm, I tell people, look, what I'm doing is showing people without predictions or dates or, yeah. you know, trying to go by any kind of experience, uh, which I don't claim to be an expert on everything. Cause I'm not, I'm just saying, look, it's your everyday legislation. When you piece it together, I'm going by everything that's already happened. Um, and then, but once you learn certain terminology, when a nugget comes out like today, for example, McCarthy, there's a video of McCarthy saying, well, the president has an order of succession and da, 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 da. And he said, goes on and then he goes, and if something happens, then that person has to be in place for the continuity government. I mean, he tells you, they tell you, with, they tell you without telling you, you know, yeah. so. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, uh, I had, I think this is right after the attack by Hamas and I have a friend in Hawaii, not Hawaii, uh, Alaska. And she said, my nephew contacted us. I don't know if he was supposed to or not. Uh, and I just found out that about 10 days ago, his whole um, 
unit, what is it? It's uh, uh, the National Guard, is it? The National Guard that were federalized, right? He mm -hmm. said his whole unit was shipped to Jordan about 10 days ago before Hamas's attack. Okay, talk about that sort of thing. Um, I, now you're just hearing this from me. What was really going on then? They were preparing for what they knew was going to be a Hamas attack and they were going to be on the border. What? What would that be all about? Well, it could be one of those where they're just, uh, you know, they're being told that uh, because of lower enlisted in a different kind of manner. It just depends. Um, now, they're not traditionally supposed to talk about that to their family um, yeah. uh, if, if they've been if they've been specified. Now, yeah, if they weren't briefed on that, then who knows? They could have. But it still could have been something where they were told specifically on purpose um, or it could have been uh, all seriousness. What I've been showing, and I was going to say that too, it's a great question for this manner to pair this in. A lot of the aircraft right now are flying in and out of Jordan. Um, United Kingdom, Japan, um, you got all kinds of countries in and out of Jordan, also Syria, um, and then also Cyprus. So, um, and they're flying back and forth to, to Cyprus for one location, uh, also portions of Greece, um, and then obviously Germany and different places. So, you know, Jordan definitely plays a role in this. There was also a calm with that when uh, when it said Biden was supposed to meet um, with uh, the Jordan leader um, and they, he canceled on Biden. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things that should show people um, that Biden, first off, if you, whatever side you're on, he's not a leader in the first place, uh, because why would he fly on your taxpayer money for for literally just a few hours and turn around, and come back? That's that's absolutely atrocious. Uh, on spending if that was legit. I know it's not, but if it were, um, that would be absolutely atrocious, uh, a waste of money uh, just to fly over there just for a couple hours and just turn around. Now on the flight tracker, um, I had Air Force One uh, with an empty call sign, which Air Force One does not do. Um, it would fly with, a, if they had a president on there, it would have a SAM call sign, special air mission. Um, and then the doomsday plane never went anywhere near uh the the air force one the doomsday plane flew to greece um and it flew back uh about i don't know about two hour delay maybe hour delay behind uh air force one which would that would not happen either because the doomsday plane accompanies air force one at all times um so then when you this the flight app showed the, the location of air force one um it wasn't anywhere where it was supposed to be and biden biden was not anywhere where it said it was so um, it, it showed it at a uh, it showed it at a, uh, a hospital over there. All right, Biden never spoke at a hospital when the, even the optics that they show he wasn't at a hospital. And then when it said he went to Ramstein Air Force Base, um, he wasn't nowhere near it according to the flight app. Uh, oh, the wow. flight app shows the flight app shows another location. Well, um, he, in are, Germany, Derek, so, are you saying he you know, didn't go actually, or and they have a well, actor first off, in this well, first off, he's not real. He's been, this has been an actor the whole time. The yeah. whole, the, even the yeah. 2020 campaign has been a, an actor. Um, and, wow. you know, I know people think that's a conspiracy theory and all that, but legislation proves this. Legislation yeah. and yeah. history. History, what Biden is, it's a World War II history repeat. It's a World War II, um, it's, a, it's an optic in a different manner, even though it was real. In World War II, Franklin D. Roosevelt in the United States, they put a puppet in place, a guy who met the press, took questions, and the press thought he was real. Really? The people thought really? he was real. Oh, the Philippines. All right. And they flew the real president back and forth to the U.S. Um, and protected him. And he had full control of his military and military operations and also for the protection of his people. It's called a Commonwealth Act number 671. Um, and you can Google that. You can look it up. It's actually on a .gov site as well, gazette.gov. You'd have to type in a few more things to make it pull up. But uh, I don't know the URL right off the top of the head. Yeah. But what I'm showing people is that Biden hasn't been real for the first place. It's all an optic. And then the comms around it all show there's an operation going on a lot bigger than just Israel. Um, you know, Saudi Arabia has been a player in this for a long time. That was one of the first uh big big deals that that donald john trump made with the sword dance um you know that was yeah. complete submission um and uh it's been going on since and there's so many other optics i mean i my dad always tells people all the time when he talks football to people he said i've forgotten more football 
than you could ever know. And he's, <laughs> you know, that's the truth. But, you know, I'd never be able, you'd never be able to ask me a question. Uh, I already rattle enough, but you'd never be able to ask me a question if I just said every single com and optic uh, that's All been right. shown, even in the last well, few days. Can I ask you a question about this? Let's see, because if Biden's an actor, we know that. Okay. Well, when people are, a lot of people are getting upset because they're going, they may say, Steve, and I'm making this up, you know, the whole Middle East is about ready to be done with Israel. They're all conspiring to attack Israel if they if if they take one more step into Gaza, that sort of thing. Uh, after after Trump did all that he did, and he made peace uh, at at the capitulation tour. But is that all an optic? Is there are they really lining up against Israel, or are we watching a movie in this thing? No, I mean, look, let's just be honest. If if they were all aligning against Israel, um, now I'm always going to go to the, the side of God anyway. God wouldn't yeah, let good. it happen. God right. wouldn't let it happen, the destruction of Israel, because the Bible says any nation against Israel will be damned, will be destroyed. Yeah. Um, well, let's just say, and I don't like removing God because he knows what yeah, I'm trying no, to say. Yeah, that's good. There were Christian uh, ministries. He, he knows what I'm trying to say, but yeah. let's just do it. Let me do it this way. Okay. Israel's about the size of Delaware. All right. And, and this, this, what's taking place in that question, it's one of those questions. You flip it and you do the reverse uh, okay. of that and you go, all right, Delaware. If all 49 states went against Delaware, mm, that's, uh, it, it, that's not too, that wouldn't be too pretty. All right. And so I also say this with, people out there on TikTok and all these places, when they don't read legislation and they don't know first, well, let me do it this way. First, when they don't know God and they yeah. don't know biblical scripture and they don't know prophecy and they don't know history from that nature, then let's step down to world history and military on the same level under God. When they don't know those two entities alone, then they're not going to know too much about how to think positive when they see something. But I've said this before. There's a lot of people out there showing that the, the U.S. military is going to take us over. Ladies and gentlemen, if it took seven years for our United States military with our weapon systems and our weapon capabilities, um, our missiles, our tanks, our arm armories, armory rooms, our supply. If it took us seven years to overtake the cognitive dissonance in this nation when 75 percent of America can't name the three branches of government. We in trouble anyway, and I'd laugh at our military. I would actually be a veteran that would be almost ashamed in a different kind of manner. I would literally lay on this hill right here in the form of an X and laugh and say, well, you, all them weapon systems, you obviously can't hit me with them big old missiles. So it would be one of those things where it would be a, you know, kind of a, a I'm trying to think of an old Chevy Chase uh, quote or a movie where it would be <laughs> absolutely hilarious, not atrocious. So when you look at Israel, I mean, I don't like to say outside of God because there's never ever an equation for that. But yeah. the size of it and the aircraft that's been in out of there that I've posted the last week and a half, Thailand, Romania, Bulgaria, UAE, United Arab Emirates. Uh, we have uh, Poland. All right. We have Canada, Mexico. All right. Even just those alone. That's not naming all of them. United Kingdom. Um, why? That don't even make any sense. First off, mm -hmm. Israel doesn't need any help from anybody, even us. Israeli soldiers are God-anointed, God-appointed in their own. They're the one territory, like Charles Krautenheimer used to say about, they're the, the same territory. They worship the same God they always have. They have the same language. They have the same everything. And that's where people have to put true respect to Israel. And when you say that, you don't know much about Israel if you say anything alternative. They don't need our help. And they don't. So you got to put it in that perspective um, and to see that, you know, what's so, taking, okay, place, Derek, what's taking probably, place is way bigger. Yeah. So they don't need our help. I get it. Point made. So what are we doing there as if we needed someone needed our help? Then? Well, it's a what? world operation. It's, it's still a world operation. That doesn't mean that we're not helping. I'm saying they don't. If this was an attack by a Hamas group of 30,000 yeah. soldiers, they wouldn't need all those external militaries in and out of there. 30,000 soldiers is not a lot of soldiers. It, it sounds like a lot to some people, but I'm going by if that was the case. 
right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that's not the case. There's another operation taking place that's including a lot more countries around there, not just Israel. That's just an optic what you're seeing. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com give and become a partner today. But if this was a true, just regular Hamas case or 30,000 soldiers and they attack a music festival, my thing is, what's the irony of a music festival in the U.S. being attacked? And then in the same month, same month, all right, October, in the same month. So what's the odds of that? Jason Aldean and then a, and then you have Biden. There's another con for you. There's, any other time, if this was not an operation and this was a regular president speaking, any other time, Israelis and Jewish people all over the world should be outraged to hear Joe Biden say that, that this is the second largest, what he said is the second uh, biggest attack um outside since, of the, since holocaust. the holocaust since the holocaust right that's what they've been saying 1400 people compared to six million jews that's that's a that's an atrocity to even mention that but that's a calm in there because it's world war ii everything stems around world war ii world war ii donald trump in march 2020 became a wartime president the only other wartime president by definition was franklin d roosevelt because it's certain laws that were used that made them a wartime president, the codes they used. Um, even though Franklin Roosevelt was the one who established the first and second war powers act. So there wasn't really a, a, a war powers act before then that, yeah. that specified that a president could do so. That's why that's so important. Um, but still keeping the respect can, out there for the Jewish culture. Can I come back I'm not to saying that, that that's not real. Can I come back to 35, 40,000 foot level? And maybe I want to get closer, but I mean, so I, it's, it's becoming very clear what it's not. You're telling us what it's not and you're, but, and you are telling us there's an operation going. So the operation then is there are deep state troops in various places that we're fighting. Is that, is that an accurate statement where this is a deep state, this is an anti deep state operation where multiple countries are flying into the Middle East and we're taking on deep, deep state assets. Would that be accurate? It's uh, somewhat accurate. Here, here's what I like to always say too. You can never completely eradicate evil. All right. So there's, yeah. that, that's what people have to remember. This is good versus evil. But yes, in a different kind of manner, um, I wouldn't say that, oh, there's a lot of uh, deep state running around and the swamp still running around like that. I think we're in the phases now that we've moved out. So in 2018 and 2019, President Trump, they they showed you on multiple mainstream articles out there that they were it's in this army said this. The army put out a uh, an article that said the army spending half a billion dollars training our soldiers for our next wars will be in mega cities, not inside them, but beneath them. That's wow. subterranean yeah. warfare. President Trump declared war on trafficking. It wasn't a war like the, any other kind of war people are going to expect to see. This was a war on a deep state, how they fund their agendas, how they fund their operation. So that's what this whole war is about. It's okay. a war on trafficking and the fiat currency, all the currencies that they use to do so. All right. That's why we look the way we look. That's why our, our federal system looks the way it looks and why we can't account for the monetary value. Now flip that around. So 2018, 2019, they told you that DARPA requested immediate access to all universities, universities tunnels. All right. That should take every mom or dad out there that has a child, especially a daughter at college. That should make you have a big gulp in your throat and a little uh, heartfelt heart drop uh, thinking about that because there are tunnels all over the U.S. And that's how these people go missing. All these people that go missing, all these children that go missing, all these college students that go missing. All right. And people out there, no, it's not in massive groves because it couldn't be because then people would become aware to it. So it's always been a trickulation effect here and there, but they still were able to make this crazy, stupid money in other kind of ways. The Bible says what? It ain't money. It's the lust of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Yeah. So when we look at that and then you fast forward, there was just a calm um, just a day or two ago, again, about tunnels, uh, the tunnels in Israel. All right. So. Um, and I'm, I have to go back and see. I think it was it was Biden who did it about tunnels. All right. So there's all kinds of optics about the, the tunnel systems. 
Um, and so I think it's, once again, this was a massive clean out. So it would have taken, I, well, first, I want people to protect the military for the fact of how fast they've done this. Any other time, this could have taken who knows how long. And it's still going to be a, a kind of a, a maintenance thing. Once they eradicate as much as they can, and President Trump yeah. told you they're going to do that. President Trump said it. He said, we're going to decimate street crime by 75 and 85 percent. He didn't say where. He just said, we're going to decimate it. So that's what they're doing. They're decimating. Now, the, the, the sad part of that and the tragic part of that and the most difficult to explain to that to people is, yes, unfortunately, sometimes there will be casualties around that. But I'm also yeah. going to come down hard on the people for this right here. Just a few weeks ago, just not well, not even been that hardly two weeks ago. There was a FEMA test, an EAS, emergency alert test, and you got all these people all over the social media, all over Telegram and all these places, and they're trying to tote the news and be the news, but they're not reading legislation. They're not reading military laws and orders, and they're telling people to put their phones in, in microwaves in the back of the, turn the phones off, put it in the back of the truck. No, I've had people message me in New York, different places where they received an actual little, for their city, not a state level, but they've received, hey, don't go down on 5th and Main on Tuesday from 3 to 8, and don't bring your guns down here. If you hear gunfire, it's a it's a this. It's, we're, we're doing a test. Well, they're telling people right there. Only way people would have found out about that is if they know where to go look for it and they're intact with how these systems work. That is what that EAS is for. FEMA and the Department of Homeland Security are working with Donald Donald Trump and the military and his legislation shows so. So that's why that's important because of little th things like that. They're, that's a warning system. And you have all these people out there telling people not to look at that. And see, that's, that's why people end up in casualties is because they don't know where to go look, but then they got someone over here spreading propaganda or they may look cool, sound cool. They, and all their... They, See, I'm not a good deliverer. I always joke with Lieutenant Colonel Bosey and, and even you. I, you know, I'm, I'm learning, too, as I go, how to deliver my material a lot better and how to be a lot more productive here with my communication skills where I can say, okay, don't make sure I don't get too fast when I'm talking. Make sure, you know, <laughs> there's always things we can work on. But that's yeah. the whole point. Is if people don't know where to go look and there's go listening to all this propaganda, and just because someone looks cool or sounds cool or they use big language, they use big words. But if they don't go look in legislation and they don't go seek to understand that legislation, it doesn't matter who's talking. And that's how casuals, casualties end up happening a lot. It's because people aren't reading what matters and they end up in a location somewhere where it could have been a bulletin put out. There's not always one, but a lot of times there can be. Yeah. And then that's what ends up happening. Let me ask you a question about um, this has been going on for really months or a year or two where pe people would say we'd get partial truths that you're saying. And then then it's not just you, but others have been saying and Israel's last. And it seems like that that's the, the plan that's being worked on. The very last part of it is supposed to be Israel. OK, so we're in that. Um, so what does that tell you, if anything, what people that said, okay, everybody, <laughs> excuse me, Israel's last, they're in Israel now, that when this operation's over, what, what would you say is next? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know either. And that's why I tell people, I, st I live day to day. I live though, I don't exist. I tell people all the time that if you don't find peace, you don't have peace and you're not reading what you're supposed to be reading because the legislation up to this point and operations up to this point show you should be happy and praying for certain people, sure, but still be happy. Now, when I listen to President Trump, like, like I said, yeah. he, he's the face of this. Now, he didn't do this to become president. He didn't do this because of 2020, nothing like that. He did this as this an operation taking place. He's the face of that operation. And so I, I remind people, the military occupancy and the continuity of government, you got those coincide with every single thing that Donald John Trump has to say because he's the face of this operation and someone had to be. So what I do is I go by all of his speeches. I go by everything he's saying. What's going to help people better 
and make people feel better is when I see everything I know you can know because I listen to legislation that he put into place. I'm not a law and order guy from the standpoint of every law is legit and every order is I'm a law and order person by what Donald John Trump and the military put into place for the occupancy, the continuity government, his orders with this war on trafficking, uh, all the things that he declared, the national emergencies. That's where I talk about. So what I think is going to take place is only by what he's already saying. And he said it, he prefaced it. He's done prefaced it and prefaced it in the last two and three and four months in a lot of his speeches where he specifically said that we're going to tear down the bad and ugly buildings. We're going to rescue the homeless off the streets of every city. He said, we're going to rescue the homeless and put them in FEMA camps and give them the help that they deserve and mental therapy if they need it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to take a lot of people. And I believe that's where all the codes, if you're a veteran out there, like I am, every single code known to every single veteran, whatever status of a veteran you are, every single code has been invoked by Donald John Trump. They have not been terminated, rescinded, revised, or revoked. They've been invoked to bring us back to duty. And that's why Q does say, remember your oath. Um, and then also Donald Trump has retruthed some things on his true social that that other people have said for veterans remember your oath and he retruth that so i think that we get called back they've been showing the people if you get on military times right now military.com you get on some of those they've been showing a lot of our veterans on our sites uh independent sites but still they're using them to show that we can't make quotas in all our branches that that the younger generations don't want to serve i think they're doing that on purpose uh because if you told some people while they're coming back to duty they probably wouldn't so they got to put it into other people's minds that, hey, we may need you. I think they might be doing that. I think that might be the way they do it. Even though majority of veterans, we would come back no matter what uh, when called on. But I think that will be part of the way that they get the homeless off the streets. That's going to require a lot of people. It's going to require people who know how to fall in line, who know how to take orders, who know how to operate together. Um, and you know, every veteran, we would fall back into our rank when we left the military, um, and, uh, and operate that way. That would be the easiest way to do it. Um, and so I think that's what's coming. Um, and I think that will create unity, uh, in the world when in the world that's not military. And I'm not saying that you have to be, but you know, when the, when the world and the civilians of the world see the military work, working as a whole and taking yeah. homeless off the street, um, that will yeah. create a lot more unity. So I think that's coming because he said it. And there's not a single thing that that man has said that I can't find that hasn't happened yet. Um, well, so- you know, and he said this thing that I've heard him say it a couple of times now that we're going to, when he comes back, we're going to have the largest uh, deportation. deportation operation in the history of the world. And I think he means that. I don't know if that's a calm for something else too, but I think he at least means literal, Ill- what we used to call illegal aliens, I guess, um, well, El Salvador, El Salvador showed you recently. I mean, there was a, you can still go to YouTube and see it, but 66,000 MS-13 game members hauled down the streets like cattle um, to a new federal mm-hmm. prison uh, in El Salvador. I mean, it, this has been shown. Um, so that's, that's you know, I, I say this in all utmost respect to Americans, but at the same time, it's, a, it's almost a disgrace that we have to see other countries do it before we do it we're supposed to be the greatest nation in the world we sure ain't acting like um and uh, we see other countries taking stands and being being tough where they need to be and it has nothing to do with with compassion or anything of that nature it just goes back to you and i have a choice every day i've never hurt anybody i've had people hurt me you know and, and make you think ah you know but did you hurt them no you didn't hurt them you went on with your life you forgave them you did whatever you had to do and moved on uh but these people didn't these people maliciously killed somebody. They maliciously murdered uh, or mass murdered people um, for, for it don't even matter what the reason is. I mean, when yeah. you're a malicious murderer, it just doesn't matter. They lost their choice when they did that. Um, and we have other countries leading the way and we're supposed to be the greatest nation of all. And we got to follow. Uh, but that's, that can be humbling too, in another manner for Americans, uh, especially Americans with pride. That could be a humbling um, manner and a way to think of it for Americans to make people stand up and go, you know what, if they're doing it, we will join too. And that's yeah. what we need. You know, uh, 
this last point here is like Trump, you know, you there, it's a little bit encouraging. I'll be honest with you, even though Trump is still, he's the man right now. He's the boss right now. He's running the show right now, as far as anything I can tell. Uh, but when he comes back, it's to me, it's the visual that we see him back and everyone knows he's back. Uh, but th it gives me a little bit of hope that, uh, that that could be as early as March at the election, if if that is what he was referring to. And five months later, um, do you feel how do you feel like that's a pretty good possibility that he might be visually back uh, as early as March? Well, I think it has to be in a different manner. I think it has to for the fact that you know this was not a Republican um, or a a uh, uh, conservative operation. This is yeah. a humanitarian operation. Um, and so in order to create unity in the world as much as you can, um, and to in order to wipe out the deep state, in order to wipe out the federal corporation, in order to, to reset our foundation where it's supposed to be for all of us, no matter yeah. what people believe right now, when they see some of the stuff that they reveal and there's, they're going to have to reveal to people, trafficking, child trafficking, especially when they reveal some of the stuff on people's TVs, because I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to have to use the EAS to flip TVs and phones. I think that's why Paul Feinbaum, uh, SEC Network, had a two-star general on uh day before yesterday, and they didn't talk about football. They were talking about Israel on a sports network. And we all know the SEC, Southeastern Conference, which is the University of Alabama and other southern teams, Georgia, Florida, Auburn, uh, LSU, um, with diehard football fans, they cannot break away from the TV on Saturdays when their TV all of a sudden is flipped and they got to watch tribunals or they have to watch uh, this information hit the hit the waves and they change the channel. And that's all that's on every channel. Uh, you know, I think they got to do that in the future. Part of that. Um, what I think is this, like I said, it's not a Republican operation, yeah. wasn't conservative. And you can't make it look low, though, that Biden had four years, uh, because if you do, uh, then you lose a portion of that country of people and you yeah. never clean out what we're trying to seek to clean out because the things they're cleaning out benefits all of us. And yeah. once that's cleaned out, then people will be able to take it and go, oh, man, I've been fighting over this and that didn't even matter. That had nothing to do with the federal government, it had nothing to do with state government, local. Um, so I think they have to remove Biden before then, because if he, even if he got to October, November next year, I mean, that still wouldn't be too much of a bad thing. Let's say they impeached him November or December. Well, big deal. You only had a month left. Uh, yeah, so, right. you know, I, I think it has to happen, uh, quicker than later, or it's going to look like that, uh, you know, we're not cleaning out the federal corporation at all. And uh, that would lead, that would lead to more pandemonium. I know that's not happening, but let's say yeah. that, that that did. Then yeah. we're right back in the same boat we've always been in. Nothing was going on. Nothing got cleaned out, and that would lead, I think, to more pandemonium and chaos, and 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 who knows what could happen? War, and, civil and war. To finish off that one, we talked about a little bit earlier. You said it was one of the publications. Um, that came along later after, in the Law of War Manual or the Continuity of Government. But it says at one point that they would pick a new location for, how does that go? What? How does that paragraph go? And how, do you believe that location has been picked? Because I've been hearing things like that There's it's going to be in Texas. The new location is going to be in Texas for what we would call the White House. What What? What do you know or well, what do first you believe? Is, first, is, first, it's in Section 2.3 of the, uh, you can go, when people go to Google, you just type in, uh, reconstitution executive branch comma uh, fema.gov and, and then hit enter and it'll pull it up uh, but when you read in there section 2.3 it says specifically when the new seat 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 of government cannot be established in washington dc congress with its enumerated powers will get with the states and then reestablish a new seat of government and then procurement and construction can begin now, I'll say it with this. I'm not going to say it's Texas, but I can say this for fact. The FDIC moved its headquarters to Texas. Um, when everybody filled out their taxes, they didn't pay attention, but some did. When they sent their, their little letter in, if you Google it, it says opposite. But when they sent their letter in for taxes the last 
three, uh, well, it was about three or four years. Uh, where did they send it to? Texas. All right. Donald John Trump that I know of, and based on my research, has never lived in Texas. Not one time. Why did he file all of his, uh, the election of 2020, he filed through the Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court, via the state of Texas really? versus the states versus the states of Michigan, Georgia, um, and uh, one other one, Pennsylvania. Why? Why would he do that? So, <laughs> well, is that a calm in and of itself? Like he's telling people, it would be. That's good. It would be, and it was also it was also on December the seventh, twenty twenty. It was also the day he also established the Federal Resilience Act. And speaking of those federal continuity directives, those six publications that have been under the two main ones. The fifth yeah. one was April twenty twenty three, and in it, the most recent law, order, act, bill, code, anything. The most recent piece of legislation in that April 2023 publication was Donald Trump's Federal Resilience Act from December 7, 2020. If Biden's been president for almost three years, how come he has not one single code, act, bill, law, legislation, or anything in a continuity of government publication? Wow. Yeah. You know? Man, it's going to be fun. I hope somebody makes a, there'll be probably a bunch of movies they make about this one day. The movie about the movie, you know, <laughs> since, we're, since we're watching a movie, but they make a movie that shows how it all looked behind the scenes when when the meetings would take place. Uh, Derek, well, this they, is I hey, think they have to. I think they have to because you got to honor so many men and women that that, you know, that did this. Stuff yeah, because there's the some people that are probably playing. Uh, you must believe that there's some people that are playing an evil part. They're pre they're pretending to be a black hat. Is that some of that's going on? Oh yeah, and I mean that's how operations work, especially special operations. You gotta you gotta play a role uh, along the way to to make other people show their cards and pull them out and and catch them. Uh, so amazing, amazing. Tell people how to now rattle trap seventeen seventy six. There, that's your Telegram channel. Where where else can they find your your um all your postings i know you do a lot of postings where the air where um uh faa or where, where airplanes are flying to and from not just the u.s but to israel all of that where where, where do you post that stuff so mainly i put the well i put all the aircraft on all my channels uh so the telegram there that's the official one because I, I do have a lot of fake accounts out there that fake because they try to sell stuff and con yeah. people trick people um so I have Telegram there, which is Rattletrap 1776. My Rumble, my Twitter um, are all the same as the Telegram. They're Rattletrap 1776. My Facebook, um, well, there's my true social, so at Derek Johnson. That's the only thing I've ever got my name at where I didn't need a number or anything behind it. So I thought I would go ahead and try to do that. Um, and go. then I got Facebook, which is 1776 Nation. Uh, TikTok went ahead and banned me and deleted me. So uh, there you go. There's that. Um, so, uh, I won't probably well, be getting one of those again for a while. My Instagram is all lowercase at Derek Johnson country. Um, and then, uh, what was, I guess one more, I can't remember. Well, Derek Johnson country.com. Um, and, uh, the document info, I do have a Snapchat for people who do that. Um, yeah, so that one document, like that one right there, the documents.info, that's where you've got basically a college level uh, it's like a um, bibliography of all, of all of your research about these uh, executive orders, <laughs> law, of, law of war, all of it. It's written down by you. So if someone say, where does he get this or where does he put this? You go there, the documents.info. Anything else you want to say about that location? Well, they're just PDF files that people click on. It's uh, free. You don't pay anything. I mean, I, I pay for, I keep the site up and, uh, they're, they're the documentation when I was walking through, obviously, 2016, 2017, 2018, I documented it, which is what I'm writing a book about. I do have my book coming out soon. We're working on all the, the details of that. The book's finished. We're just working on uh, who's going to print it and whatnot. So it's going to be a lot more, um, you know, con not condensed necessarily, but it's going to be a lot more flow. Um, that's yeah. what the time I took out to do, but the documents were more or less just like I documented as fast as I could put everything together. I put it in as chronological 
tactical order as possible. Um, but there still takes a little, little bit of multitasking skills when you're doing it. Uh, but it's still, um, you know, where it reveals everything. All right. Derek, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking your time to do this. It's very, you know, I always am much more educated by the time I'm done with these so, shows. So I appreciate it. I know the other viewers are as well. Hey, a quick reminder, everybody, Johnny Anna will be with us on Monday. So don't, don't miss that. Uh, he's amazing as always, one of the most popular guests we have. So Derek, I appreciate it. Listen, have a great weekend and we'll stay in touch. You know, I like to stay in touch and see what's going on with you. So. Have a great day. Thanks again, Derek, and we will see you all on Monday. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.